0: This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. In today's show, we offer an update on disruption of Ukraine's power grid. Distributed denial-of-service attacks increasingly serve as misdirection for data theft. The Juniper backdoor story grows a bit more complicated. Flaws in streaming TV and home security products prompt consumer worries about the Internet of Things. And the U.S. government is asking Silicon Valley for help developing counterterrorism intelligence. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Friday, January 8, 2016. ISIS follows its unforgivable murder of a journalist with a chilling intrusion into her Facebook account. Observers read the intrusion as Dash's search for her contacts. Evidence tying disruption of Ukraine's power grid to Russia accumulates. EyeSight Partners says, quote, It is a Russian actor operating with alignment to the interest of the state, end quote. And here, too, inspiration may conceivably have served as a stand-in for direct command and control. Since EyeSight goes on to add, whether or not it's freelance, we don't know. The user account compromise Linode, recently sustained, was accomplished by denial-of-service attacks that served, observers say, as a misdirection for data theft. This is a continued trend in distributed denial-of-service incidents. Such attacks draw the attention of security and IT staff when the real action is elsewhere. Cisco's Talos Security takes a look at the rig exploit and sees interesting similarities to Angler. Lookout finds, and Google removes, 13 malicious brain test apps from Google Play. Checkpoint reports finding a vulnerability in the EasyCast streaming television dongle that can provide attackers access to a user's home network. This flaw, together with those recently found in some Comcast Xfinity products, arouse more consumer-level worries about the Internet of Things. The U.S. federal government mops up issues emerging from the backdoor Juniper Networks disclosed in some products. A University of Illinois researcher reports that Juniper added the insecure algorithm that enabled the backdoor after it had already implemented a more secure algorithm. This raises questions of intentionality, but Juniper hasn't added much to its initial disclosure. Mozilla retreats from banning SHA-1 as it finds the consequences of deprecation more widespread than initially envisioned. In meetings today, the U.S. government is asking for the tech industry's help against terrorism. The government is particularly interested in whether industry might be able to help find actionable early warning of attacks in social media. The encryption debate continues in at least three of the Five Eyes, Australia, the U.K., and the U.S. Sentiment in industry seems generally against policy proposals that would weaken encryption. Those interested in a quick summary of the industry position might look to the evidence AOL, Apple, Dropbox, Evernote, Facebook, Google, LinkedIn, Microsoft, and Yahoo, jointly submitted to Great Britain's House of Commons. You'll find a link to their testimony in today's CyberWire. That's vanta.com slash cyber. Joining me is John Petrick, editor of the Cyberwire. John, imagine I'm sitting home uh, minding my own business and suddenly there's loud banging on the door and. The door gets swung open, and uh, I'm facing down the gun barrel of uh, of police officers, of of of, uh, of special weapons and tactics units. Uh, what likely has happened to me here?
1: You've just been SWATed. All right. You know what a SWAT team is, of course.
0: I do know what a SWAT team is. As a matter of fact, I was a big fan of the television show SWAT when I was uh, a young lad.
1: Right. Special weapons and tactics, heavily armed police who are trained and prepared and equipped to go into very risky situations, hostage situations, active shooter situations, things like that. What swatting is, and there's nothing funny at all about it, is for someone to spoof a call to a 911 service, let's say, in which they say something like, Joe Smith has got a gun, he's threatening to kill his family, he's locked inside his house, here's his address. So effectively you're making a false police report. And it's dangerous because, of course, you're calling in a SWAT team, and these guys are going to come in prepared for the worst
0: so when you say spoofing the call, are they are, are the bad guys making it look like the call is coming from inside my house?
1: Sometimes they do. Sometimes the more capable spoofers have uh, done that have actually made it look to the nine one one operators that the call is coming from your phone number. This has happened uh, this has been done in some cases by cyber criminals who've been upset with investigative journalists who've exposed them
0: so this is more than just uh, an innocent practical joke lives are actually could be could actually be on the line here
1: lives could be at risk there's certainly have been injuries to swatting incidents there was one that happened not far from our baltimore headquarters earlier this summer out in ellicott city maryland where a man was injured with a rubber bullet in a swatting incident
0: all right uh disturbing stuff but uh, thanks for filling us in thanks john And that's the CyberWire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening.
1: Hey, all. Rick here. At N2K CyberWire, we're dedicated to continuously improving the quality of the news and commentary on our network.